<laughs> She's about to respond. She told me she wasn't an angel. She fucked two rappers and three singers. She got a few athletes on speed down. Well, are we recording right now? Oh. That's what I'm saying. You gotta stop this. Like, you see me over here doing this ignorant. <laughs> it's fine. But real talk. This song's about Sierra. Yeah. Why? Why is it still... This whole thing Expl- about Sierra, Explain. Man. Y'all gotta... Exp- I'm gonna let y'all talk. Like, explain to me why this is about Sierra and why he's just not drugged and depressed. He's depressed with Sierra, man. What was it? Two rappers and three athletes or three athletes and two rappers? <laughs> yeah, right the first time. Two rappers, three athletes. Russell Westbrook. I know a singer. He said a, a, a singer. Three singers. Three singers. Yeah. A couple of athletes on speed dial. Russell. <laughs> Wilson, it was on speed down. Yeah. Now he's number one. Mm-hmm. Why can't he just be rapping though? Nah, it's too easy. All words mean something. <laughs> First of all, he don't be saying words. He be my boy. Doesn't matter how they come out, Steve. They words. You can't do my dude dirty like that. He do be mumbling. I, I mean, a so? little bit, but like it's like it's a little bit clearer on this album than the last one he. Came Fam, out. it's only clear. I'm gonna be real with you. You wanna know why it's clear? Cause we didn't got so used to the mumbling. Whatever. You that's know what he's saying, don't his music. That's, that's great though. You know what he's saying. But Hendrix is so much better than you know, Draco with Future, or whatever. Draco. The first oh, one was. It was the first one was called Future, and the second one was called Hendrix. And the first one just went for me. Yeah. Um, so you with that depressing music? Yeah, man. I'm, you know, I'm depressed. I'm not having my life. You went, you went to Drake mode on this one? Hanging out with Drake too much? Honestly, he gave you, like, breakup music. I think, um... Literally, because it's like the day of when you break up, you're like, I'm free! Turn up! Then <laughs> the next day, it's like, dang, bro. I miss this one. I'll say the first one is definitely, like, real hype. Stuff, but this one's a lot more mellow now. Let you see the wounds. He about to see the wounds on every album. This is Cody crazy. Couple rappers and some singers. And like, whoa, you had a theory though, right? About them being third album because there was whispers oh. that he might drop a third album. Yeah, okay, so. Let's hop into this. So here's my theory. So y'all know how Future not making no money right now, right? No. <laughs> like at all. Because of all his baby mamas or? No, I will that, <laughs> but. Oh, oh, you ain't hear about the lawsuit? So he's pretty much in a 360 deal. Who's suing him? Rocco sued him and won. So like he's getting a lot of this money from anything he dropped for like the next like handful of albums. So my theory is, first of all, Future already drops music in like boatloads. Remember, he's the same guy that said, yeah, we make 100 songs a day, so. Yeah, he probably does make 100 songs a day, because he ain't got nothing better to do. But I honestly believe that, like, he's trying to get through this deal <laughs> as swiftly as humanly possible. So he could get, do, yeah. his money again. So Rocco is happy, but he going to get all this money in like the next year and a half. So he's pretty much pulling Drake with Drake trying to get out of oh, your yeah, money. Yeah, just drop an album. I don't care. Just drop an album. I don't care about, but I know it's hot enough to tour off it's of. It's like, get Birdman what hey, he wants. Hey, we're on my throwaway. Yeah. He goes in the studio. We're on my throwaway tracks again. Yeah. Let me Bingo. see the list. Let me, the hard drive. You got that hard drive, right? Yeah. Hey, we throw number three on this one. 
and good intentions on there, we we good. So I, I so I think he's about two or three more tapes. That's my theory. And if he come out with another one this week, I'm gonna really like push that theory. Is that a good thing or a bad thing that he's doing that? Though? I mean, it's both because that, I mean it's still like future, so it's mm-hmm. still like his brand. He's just not, he's just financially not going to be stable. But at the end of the day, so when he's done with all this, then he can put out the real, the real stuff that he can get paid off of. That's fair. Get it in his pocket. That's funny. So it's, it's no different than what he was doing before when he was putting out all the mixtapes. Last year, uh, Evolve and Purple Rain came out like a couple weeks apart. Yeah. So, so like, he's, it's, like, he's used to putting out a lot of music. Yeah. So this isn't, it's, it's just, you know, now he has a reason to be putting out all this music other than just, you know, this is what he does. That's fair. So shout out to Future. So groovy. <laughs> shout out to Bron for making me really like that song. Not because it changed or anything. It's just because like, I just like the way Bron listened to music. Like once Bron heard March. I think March Madness really took off once we saw Bron warming up to it. And he was so lit. He was lit. That's, that's all you what, talked about. Yeah. That's all you talked about. Oh, yeah. That's what I feel like March Madness hit a different level. Because like, yo, you can listen to this song. And then terrorize the Warriors the way LeBron did, bro. Hey, wait. Jordan Peele is funny. I'm on Twitter right now sc- scrolling. Yeah. So, you know, everybody, you know, making a big deal about the movie Get Out or whatever. Yeah. I, we, which we, we'll get into Get Out a little bit later. But it was just like, the tweet says, you know, the budget $4.5 million, First weekend, yeah. box office $30.5 Jordan, Jordan Peele tweets, reads tweet, pinch itself, starts believing the hype, head grows too big. Never makes another good movie. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like he kind of called himself out. Damn. That's real. Hey, man. I, that's, I respect that tweet. There's a old quote that's like, you're only as good as your last piece of work, man. So that's it, man. You set the bar high for yourself. He did. Because I've been hearing a lot of good things. So about does this. that mean you're only as valuable as the last girl you slept with? <laughs> Steve's face is like, oh. I don't know if I'm going to apply that to this. I'm not going to apply that to this. No. I'm just not going to do that. Um, Yeah, I don't think that applies, man. Because like, that's like a... That's a different situation. In the world we live in today, like... Steve's face is agreeing with me, but he doesn't want to really say out loud. I'm really not. Like, he doesn't want to say out loud. <laughs> when Steve can't look at me, I, I know he's agreeing with me. I don't know how to respond to that. He's like, it's like, no, I really can't. Yeah, close the door. Yeah, because it's like, you fit. Wow. I'm not even, I'm trying to actually, freak, I'm really trying to figure out how you just equated those two so smoothly. Yeah, my, you know my head's always in some random spot, wow. so... You're only as good as your last piece of work. So are you calling females a piece of work? They are. They can they can really be a piece of work sometimes. There's emotion around that, man. <laughs> females can. They you want to something you want to get off your chest real quick, man? Nah, man, I'm fine. Girls, you good? Girls just need to calm down, relax, live life. Stop being a piece of work. Wise words. Be a piece of art, not a piece of work. Stand there and look beautiful. That's all I need you to do. That was actually really cool. All right, Jameis Winston. No, 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 no. I, I, I ain't like, I ain't like doing anything weird to her. That's what he said, though. He said boys need to be strong, and girls need to need to be beautiful and be silent. I didn't tell her to be silent. I said stand her and be beautiful. She can but talk. Artwork is like, she, hey, artwork's worth a million words sometimes. So what if she starts talking and she's not beautiful? I'm not gonna do this. I'm not. What if she starts talking and you don't think she's beautiful anymore? Listen, then that wasn't a piece of art for me. All art ain't good art. That's fair. No, it's not. Art is subjective. 
Someone else might think it's beautiful. Artists exactly. No. Everyone's opinion on women artists is subjective. Not all, no, art is not always subjective. What you slip with don't make me hard. Just, that was a wild comment. But, um, okay, what are you but, saying about art? <laughs> yeah, that was wild. That was wild. Um, that was a little out there. I'm not going to... The sad thing is it made sense, but we're going to move on. Right? <laughs> yes, it did. Because like, it's some things that we all know is dope. Mm-hmm. And some things we all know is trash. Like, we know... Everybody know Lemonade was dope. Facts. That's agreeable. All right. Everybody know that Soldier Boy's last piece of work was trash. Facts. Agreeable. But I'm going to tell you this. You're going to find, I'm devil's advocate here, you're going to find someone that's a Soldier Boy fan that's still rocking with it. Ain't nobody a Soldier Boy fan right now. <laughs> Don't do you that. shut that down real quick. <laughs> no, nobody is a Soldier Boy fan. He went to the hood and found that out real quick. <laughs> Maybe you would have said that in 2009. You might have yeah. found like the last three Not fans. Not 2017, man. Yeah. In 2009, you could have got away with that, but nah. Maybe music's not a good one because that's like a in the moment thing. Okay, so we know a Basquiat painting is dope. We know that five-year-old kindergartner who face who's finger painting is not dope, but if uh, if it's your child, it's dope because it's your child. <laughs> but outside of those, pit- like, yo. yeah, you're not gonna tell your child that yo you suck at this. I will. You're not gonna tell your five-year-old that. I will. You'll listen. tell your fifteen-year-old. You that. gotta get better. I mean, yeah, you say yo, you're slacking right now, but you're never you gonna tell your class. You're never gonna be like yo, you suck. I'm, you're gonna be like, yo, you can improve. Listen, if my child at the age of five comes home with a crappy piece of art, I'm calling the school and, and threatening to transfer my child because they, they're hindering my quick. child's artistic ability. Or you can, you can like, better. <laughs> such, my child should be grown <laughs> better than this. What are you teaching him? But there is such thing as positive reinforcement. That's for white kids. <laughs> That's what's wrong with black people. Oh, he's negative, man. Why? Why? Why, is, Some, why is positive reinforcement? Yeah, yeah little Jimmy. Exclusive Listen, here, here we go. Here we go. Here's my theory. All right, positive reinforcement. Ahead, little man. Jimmy is a little, little white, Jimmy. little white boy. There's no that, black that, people that, named Jimmy. That, that calls his mom by 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 her first name. He gets that's not positive him. reinforcement. No, that's but just she bad but, but his mom gave him positive reinforcement. Now he can call her Patty. And tell her I will, amazing, I will, amazing. I will set the whole house on fire. Right, that's and, not positive reinforcement. she doesn't give me that cookie. That's bad parenting. Positive yeah, reinforcement is okay. Is if like okay, your son, your seven year old gets like a C on a test. It's like it's okay, but you can do better on this. You can right. try harder if you study harder and try hard. You can do better. Right. Not yo, you stupid. I didn't, What's I wrong with you? Stupid. Bring on these seeds wow. and me. I, no, no, I didn't call him stupid. stupid. <laughs> I started pointing fingers. I'm just saying, that's positive reinforcement. Not what you try to say is pretty much how, like, if I come home with an F and then my mom is just okay with it. My mom used to be like, I didn't call that's you stupid. I didn't say you were stupid. I said, are you stupid? There's a different outlet. Yeah, like, man. That's not the same not, yeah, I ain't, you're not stupid, but the action that you're you doing is stupid. stupid. Exactly. Her little loophole for it. Yeah. She used to make me feel worse. I'm like, no, I don't think so. But I have to answer you, so apparently I am. Oh, no. Speaking of white people. <laughs> I'm blaming the school system for my child's lack of ability. I'm blaming my school system for my lack of artistic ability. I can't draw for nothing. Maybe my mom. Maybe that's not your talent, though. Listen. Maybe my mom not think that. called the school when I was five. Bring home a piece of crap of art. Yeah. I mean, that's not I your talent. It doesn't right really... <laughs> So you think architects all they do is draw? No, they know math well. There's a lot more that goes into I'm aware. I have architecture friends. Like it's literally drawing is like the 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 
it's actually, it's actually one of the most important pieces because like yeah, but that's take, like they take those not very, very literal. Okay. They take those drugs very I literal. I, but I don't even know if it's like the fact that you draw. It's just the details that go into the drawing. Yeah, I mean, or but, that it's but, like the skill but it to takes, draw. It takes the drawing skill, right? To, but to like make that's like details. like if like I go to an architect and it's like that's probably the least important thing as in comparison to everything else. That's like like drawing the, the actual building, like showing it, not doing like all the measurements. Right. That's so, the most. The, I feel like so the math. If I give you all the math to build a house. And I draw you like a, you know, I'm not saying a small a, little 3D figure. Yeah. Like, no, this is the house. I'm not good at drawing. Okay. But here's all the math. I didn't, you say, I didn't say it wasn't important. I just said in comparison to other things. You, you know, I gotta take everything to the extreme. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's not like, you know, a doctor's work, you know, per se, but it's work no less. Man, they got horrible handwriting. I should've been a doctor. Ooh, doctors? <laughs> That's because they just be scribbling. Yeah, That's why people be getting misdiagnosed. Because they can't read the prescriptions. Speaking of white people, white people hate Get Out. They do. People are saying that they've been depicted as racist. And I love it. <laughs> I'm off. Honestly, the more I read about that stuff, the more I gotta go see this movie. Yeah. Um, I'm going tomorrow. Oh yeah, we are too. I'm going to see it tomorrow too because it's five o'clock and it's Monday. I mean, five, not five o'clock. Five dollar Monday movies because so, we're all poor. So um, what, what time now? We either go into the probably the seven twenty or the nine o'clock show, depending on when Charles gets done working. But um, I got a class six forty five, so I can do seven twenty. We can do that then. You got class at seven forty five. I get out oh get out of class. I was gonna say Jesus Christ. I'm done, so like I got. He's yes. gonna put on record that you skipping class. That's crazy. But anyway, he's no. <laughs> These white people, they hate this movie. Yo, it's a lot of like things white people hating right now. Um. I was gonna say this song I'm playing right now by Jadena. You guys, you know Jadena. It's called White. Oh, that's amazing. White, I haven't yes. heard the album yet, so. Oh, it's pretty dope. Uh, I thought he was like a one-hit wonder on Classic Man, mm. but he actually went back to like his Nigerian roots, which I didn't even. Yeah, know he's Nigerian. Niger- I knew that. He comes from like, like he comes from like royalty too, not just like some random kid. That's what he was saying. Like, it's actually easier for him to live in the states too, though, because he says light-skinned people like himself really struggle in Nigeria like because that's not it, what you think of when you think of a Nigerian but uh, yeah also the the regular people have it out for their heads like if you're if you're oh, light skin wow. out there like like you're a target so like, it's the, they, the yeah like it, there's an interview I don't know who it was with but I'm sure if you google the right words you'll be able to find the interview he was talking about his upbringings and you know in Nigeria and whatnot it was it was, kind of, it was really crazy to hear yeah but um no this track the uh obviously it has called white niggas but it's pretty much flipping white privilege on his head and like pretty much depicting like traditionally stereotypical black people mm. but making them white but I thought it was crazy uh, but like I said it's a dope album definitely check it out for sure. slight plug slight plug shameless Jadena I want my cut yeah I was gonna That's say let me get a little something for that but yo also we got Get Out we got the Dear White People coming on Netflix no, people were up in arms. It wasn't even the, the show's not even out yet. It's just the trailer. Why? Have you seen the actual movie? Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, 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 the, the, the Dear White People movie. We watched that. Yeah, we watched it. That was on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. I, I was confused. Maybe like something new was out. No, no. They're coming out with a Netflix series, ba- like spinoff. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, Netflix is doing a lot right now. They got a show coming out about just like what it's like to go through like the process of like getting into African-American fraternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, that looks dope too. But I don't get why like white people get mad about these type of movies. Because I don't think they've ever been depicted in such a negative light until recent years. But that's Post-Obama like, era. but you can't get mad at like 
It's like if I tell you to go look in the mirror and you see like you got some acne on your face, you're not gonna get mad at me because I like the mirror. You're not gonna get mad at the mirror for an acne on your face. Why don't you just let me just live in my life? I don't, if I got pizza face, let me just not know about it. I mean, it. hey, I feel like that's just not a healthy <laughs> way to live to have all the oil in your face, but I guess you do what you want to do. But, <laughs> but yeah, you can't get mad at the mirror for just showing you what's already there. That's real. And I feel like that's all these movies are. Now, granted, Get Out is probably a hella extreme scenario of what it's like. Most likely. But, but like, you can't say it hasn't gone through your head. Not to that extent, like of, no, the, of the yeah. mind. I think. Like, I like, think the the, the, the fear. Okay, let's. The, the stereo is that like when a white a black male gets with a white girl, um, that the dad is not that usually the girl is like rebelling against her racist parents. Her dad hates the dude, um, and like the her parents are thinking, oh, he's this thug. Da 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 da. And then the guy's parents are probably thinking that, like, her parents are racist mm. um, and that he's going to get caught up, probably catch a case yeah. or something like that. Like OJ or, you know, the, oh, he raped me. Well, he didn't really rape me, but that's, like, an easy way to get out of a situation. That's real. Yeah, I those like, are real. I like, was going to ask y'all, like, y'all don't have to, like, dive into the details, but, like, have you been to, like, uh, a white girlfriend's house and how to meet the parents and do all that stuff and like what was your what was going through your ass because i dated a white girl in high school and i had a couple like dinners over at their place i never like felt crazy paranoid but like there was definitely moments where i was like uh you know this is di- you this must, is different you this is different so i adapt to you know? yeah um i'm not gonna dive into my own personal mm-hmm. like i will say this in general because i went to um catholic school for high school mm-hmm. um so that was like my first encounter being around like a you know a mass a mass yeah a mass amount of white people um, their parents were cool. They were a little overly cool. Um, you can tell they're forcing it. Not even that they're forcing it. It was just like different than like my parents are. Like, mm. like white people, like they just seemed like they were friends with their kid. They feel like, it yeah. just seemed like as they got older, it became more of a friendship than like a parentship. Yeah. And I'm still kind of like not there with my parents where I'm like, okay, like I can have a friendly conversation because it's still that it's still that it's levels to it yeah it's still like you're still looking at these people like I still look at my friend okay no matter what these are still my parents yeah so there's only so much you know relatability I'm gonna have with them while like white people it just seemed like they were able to relate more to their kids whether that was a positive or negative that just seemed like what it was um like we would go to parties at these people's house these people that's terrible at their houses and then their parents would just be upstairs in the kitchen Chilling and like they'd be like yeah, and they were just happy to see you. Yeah. Um, and you know, it freaked me out at first, but that I mean, yeah, that was that was a change for me too. Um, my best friend from high school is white. His mom actually lives right down the street from here, so yeah. they mad cool. But like, we used to have thirsty Thursdays at their house. Like I, like a lot of my friends, they've been doing it for years. But like, not to throw anyone, I'm not gonna say names, but like in high school, like we used to have thirsty Thursdays. Like when you think about when you're an adult, thirsty Thursdays in high school at my best friend's house, so we right. sleep over and like. Like, we weren't allowed to drive nowhere, but, like, we just get hammered right there. And, like, parent, you know, all the parents was cool with it. Um, But I'm not going to dig too deep into my personal life either. But I've had issues with uh, parents because my my actual name is considered more ghetto than the name I go by. Uh, when I had 13th birthday party, I had friends that weren't allowed to go to my birthday party because of because my actual name on the invitation. And really? not... Yes. That's you, crazy. you know Taylor. Mm-hmm. 
Her parents were one of the main ones. Well, they're like, who's this Tawan? Shout out to Taylor's parents. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I had friends, like, you know, I've, I've been cool with their kids. And I think it's when they saw my name on an invitation, they didn't put the, the, the actual name with the face. Mm-hmm. So, these are the same parents that are cool with me to my face. Yeah. But then, you know, when they see my name on paper, they're confused. They're, they were confused and just were not for it. And that, that just let me know, like, where their head was truly at based off to, you know, where they are when I'm around. To your face. Yeah. So it was different, especially college. You know, once I got away from that situation, I had to, um, I, had, I had to grow up and learn a lot of things for myself. And I learned a lot of, there's a lot of underlying racism with within the way of, with, within most of my friendships growing up. Mm. And I think a lot of black kids from the suburbs have to, Realize that. Yeah, mm, I'll, yeah. yeah. I say underlying. Like you have to go back and and like just think. You know what I'm saying? Why? Like, and it, it wasn't to. I got more educated on the fact of like what can be considered borderline racist and things like that. Because you know, mm-hmm. as, as you become older and, and more aware of things, and you know, a little bit more sm- smarter and less naive. Mm-hmm. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Less na- naive to the facts. I, there was like a lot of instances that just like out of nowhere started popping up in my head, and I, and I remember one specifically. I'm the only full black kid on my basketball team, and you know a, a girl called. She's she like, "You're like a jumping monkey on the court," because I can jump high. And like, race thing, like, I didn't think it was racist when she said that. You know, me and her, me and her cool. Like, you know, we party together every weekend. Like, me and her mad cool. But you know, it it was probably like when I was a sophomore in college. When, when like for some reason I won't. I like I didn't think of anything in there, but like I, I remember it now. I'm like. It's kind of racist. Like yeah. you, you could uh, all words use the word monkey. Yeah, and they don't even like. No, she she doesn't know she's being racist. That's what I'm saying. That's the, that's the, the thing. Okay. She even knows she's being racist because it, and, and and part of it is because you don't think to take offense to things exactly unless it's like unless you know it's the history very clear unless you know history behind it. Like like prime example, there's this picture of a. <laughs> I have to. Yeah. I have to. He knows. There's, because they don't want to see us winning. Of course. <laughs> they want to see us in penitentiary. There's a picture of Jordan Peele mm-hmm. going around where it's like the all the images of like throughout the movie I get out. Yeah. And one of the images is like um it's the whole family and in the middle is the black guy. I don't know what his name is right now because I haven't seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Um and uh he's holding up a a mask and it's like blackface. Yeah. Um That's a little disrespect that's a little but it's like ironic because he's holding it to his face. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, um, for me, I kind of, I don't know if I interpret it. It's just, okay, this is this guy. Yeah. And then I guess this is how they see him. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like blackface on top of blackface. It was his face. Yeah. So it's like if I have my face yeah. and then like, you know how, what y'all have seen what blackface looks like, the stereotypical, like, yes. uh-huh. and when they would put it in movies, mm-hmm. if I had a mask of that and I had that over my face. Uh, so it's me and then like the stereotypical version mm-hmm. of what an ignorant buffoon would look at me and see. Um, and I, honestly, I've been kind of putting some things together. I don't know what this movie is about, mm-hmm. but I think I have a clue what it's about. Yeah. I hope it's not, they don't make this man into a slave. Um, I don't think that's what it is. Been told it's a hundred percent a horror movie. He said, "Don't think it." I mean, there's elements of comedy in it. He's like, "But it's more scary." I think it's a comedy movie for African American because there are certain things that I think we can laugh at. Mm -hmm. That if you know a Caucasian laughed at, will 
Like if we're laughing in here, somebody goes, yo, that's just like some niggas to say that type of stuff. And then they go, and then like there's a white person that goes, yeah, that's just like them. Yeah, and you go, hold on, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> the record, the record, yeah, yeah, no matter how, no matter how what? funny the joke actually was, yeah. it's just certain humor that like they just can't participate in, and they're the only people who can't participate in it. Because if we hear a Mexican say it, you're not gonna trip. If you hear an Asian say it, you're not gonna trip. It's literally only if you hear a white American say it is when you start flipping out. Right, because all that. Yeah, so I think um, I think it's kind of like a you said it's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's the other side of like um, the Dear White People movie. Mm-hmm. One of the there are two things there are two sides to that to that movie. It was you know the mixed girl mm-hmm. and then the dark skinned girl who was trying her best to be you know white. Like yeah, her depiction of political yeah. And so like the mixed girl is like she walks into that party at the end and she's like. Um, Yo, this is this what it was. It was racist. It was ignorant. And it was very disrespectful. And uh, the other girl doesn't see it that way. She goes, "Don't you uh, do you not get it yet? Like they want to be us. Like whether it's you know, you know, the hit, the tanning their skin or curling their hair or the change or putting you know butt injections and lip injections, doing all these things to try to look." To try to be African American, and it plays on that they love black culture, but they don't love black people. And I think that's what this movie is about. It's they love everything about African Americans, but African Americans. So if they get, you know, I see this is why I hate talking to people because they kind of explain this movie to me, and I think they kind of ruined this movie to me because it's a theory. We'll follow it up I don't know because theory. I feel like there's a, it's a th- the movie is this theory of as I'm a white guy. I love everything about this black man but this black man. So what if I could have everything about this black man but him? I don't know. I think that's what this movie is about. I'm going to find out tomorrow. You're going to see. <laughs> the follow-up is going to be real. Um, I guess with that said, you can, we can dive into the, the goofy shit that popped off with Nikki and Remy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Speaking of black Some black on black crime, then. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we can go there. Um you want to pull that track up? Do you have that, uh, Brandon? I guess you hold up. Give me a second. Yeah. Uh, we, we might just let that play for a second, just just, yeah. just for y'all to get a clear understanding yeah. for those who haven't heard it. But while Brandon's pulling that up, give me the breakdown of what popped off. Yeah. How do you feel about Remy Ma coming at Nicki Minaj's I'm neck? You know, no talking about me gave her STDs, etc. I think multiple well, L's in one one, as, one song. As far as the actual lyrics, this is hip hop, so everything goes. Um, literally, everything goes. You can say whatever you want. Nas literally, you know, talked about Jay-Z's lips. So, how big they were. So, we, that, everything goes in lyrics when you talk about hip-hop. Um, I think, I don't have a problem with Remy Ma coming at Nicki. And the reason why I don't have a problem with it is because Remy Ma explained, has explained on multiple occasions, I'm not going to sub you. I'm just going to make, I'm going to make sure everybody knows I'm talking about you. I'm not going to play this game. Where I have a, you know, quite yeah, type shit, and yeah. it's been a little time coming where like Nikki's been throwing <laughs> these subliminal shots at her, mm-hmm. and so Remy took the yeah, apparently it had enough. It wasn't a joke. Um, but I mean, she Remy's been hitting at it in the past. I I'd say since about Thanksgiving break when we Remy's really been like featuring on tracks and you know coming back. I think she she's been throwing subliminal hits, you know, small little hits about Nikki, and I and I've, I've been sensing that. I think this was finally everything added up into one track. I don't know because like she, she says she doesn't do that, 
And she said she had no problem. She literally has said, like, interview, I have no problem with Nicki. I have all love for Nicki. You know, she what she's done for, like, female artists mm-hmm. is just put them on another platform. So she had nothing but respect for her. Um, that's how Remy rap, too. Like, like if you heard her, like, old stuff, yeah, like, she's like, yeah, she, she's just like that. So, like, it, for me, it didn't really do. Like, her verse, she had a verse on um, the All the Way Up remix of the one with Hove, where it was like that, where, you know, she's just like that. Um, I think, I think Nikki started smelling herself a little bit. Um, where, like, you know, she felt like there comes a point where, like, no matter where you go in life, you need to pay homage to the people who came before you. Yeah. Um, That's why she used the beat. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. Well, that put Shifa, it played on the you know title. But mm-hmm. no, whether you're J. Cole, you need to always pay homage to Nas. Um, Kendrick needs to always pay homage to Dre and NWA and Snoop and Game. Yeah. Drake. I don't know. He's different. So <laughs> maybe Jay-Z, just because I guess that's the closest thing to him as far as, like, being on that level of, like, superstardom. Mm-hmm. And Wayne. Um, he always has. I, he's, but he's already done Wayne super wrong. Drake, he's already done Wayne. Like, when, uh, when Wayne went to jail, Drake just kind of did. I mean, that's did personal, whatever. but as far as. He smashed his girl. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. Wait, what's a, what's, listen, listen. 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 Okay, let's. I'm, nice. I mean, I mean, strictly on a professional level. Okay. Personally, oh, yeah. I, I, we don't know these people personally, so I don't know, like, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. I just know from a professional level, he's always showed love to Wayne. That's true. Because he should. That's, that's yeah. what put him on. That's, and Jay Z and Not should always show respect to Big and so Pac and Pac and them that rock him. Does and Wayne so always so have to show respect to the Birdman and Baby and all that? Um, I think that's different. That's different I think because that's different, bro. I think that, I, I feel like it's different too. I feel like different too. That's why I'm asking. No, because I have no respect for Baby because this is like he did it to the Hot Boy. He done it to every artist. But the one artist she should have never done that to is Wayne. Because if you, you got a tattoo of that man's face on your body, you consider him to be your son. You don't do that to your family. So Wayne can say whatever he wants. Because if it wasn't for Wayne, none of that exists. Because the Hot Boys was hot for about two or three years, let's be honest, before they broke up. Because they got they found out what was going on. Wayne kept that whole engine alive. If it's not for Wayne, Drake and Nicki aren't there, Tiger's not there, pretty much all the young money, which has kept cash money afloat for the last decade, doesn't exist. So Wayne can say whatever he wants. That's true. He's earned that right. I think, what I mean more is like, Jay-Z can never say anything bad about Biggie Smalls. Ever. Never. I don't think he would, but like... Yeah, I'm just saying, he could Yeah, he couldn't. Like, you always... Yeah, and Biggie, or um, Rock Kim, or any other legend before that, because that paved the way for him. Just like, Will Smith can't say anything bad about Denzel Washington. Yeah. Denzel Washington can't say anything bad about City Port because these people paved the way. Right. Um, so you think that's where it really steps out? I think Nikki. I think this goes. Back, I think this goes back to the little Kim Nikki thing. That's always been a thing. Oh yeah, for sure. I understand. I think I understand where Nikki's coming from, and I understood where Lil Kim was coming from. Mm-hmm. Lil Kim just wanted her to respect, you know, her gangster. Not even like, just the fact that yo, I was you before you, which yeah. is yeah, it's it's very obvious that you've taken some influence from both her and Foxy Brown. That's not like that's not a pro- that's not a problem. Yeah. Just acknowledge it. But at the same time, Nikki in ways has felt like she's just hating on the fact that like Nikki has been able to go places Little Kim couldn't go. Which is, I mean, just time. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Right now, she's been doing some numbers. Though. Yeah, which is like, okay, but eventually there was going to be a female artist who could do numbers. Mm-hmm. And Nikki's that person. But the problem is there's so many female artists who don't 
have love for like Missy had doesn't really you don't see a lot of female artists like back her so after a while you've got to kind of look at your history here like with Meek I'm kind of losing respect for him because Meek definitely have you heard the I, mean, I, I told you how I felt about DC4, man. That's not a soundtrack DC, for me. DC4 was hot. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to come in as music, but him as a person. Yeah. Um, especially after hearing Drake's... Uh, have you heard Drake's interview what, that he DJ did? Sentex? Yeah. Yeah. That was... I haven't heard it. Oh, go speak. listen to that. I've learned a lot of respect for Drake. Yeah, but I A lot more than I thought I had. lost a little bit with that Quinn Miller bit. Not at all. Not at all. Because he... he he, he was real about it. He told how okay, was. but he didn't say that he helped him with a verse. He said he. Uh, first of all, let's be honest. With the reference charts we heard were all hooks. Yeah. None of that was a verse. But they all made it to the project. But man. it's a hook. Jay Z gets helps with hooks. It's a hook. That's fair. That's fair. Let's be honest. We credit ain't nobody is, credit. Give credit where credit is due. That's all that should happen. And he did. He, he did. did. He did. He did. It just got blown he out of. Real vague though. Even when he was talking. Yeah, about I think him, he has to at this yes. point because like he. Okay, let, let me explain the talk because he hasn't heard it yet. Mm. So pretty much when. Simtech just straight up asked who is Quentin Miller and that's how it all started and so Drake goes he did um Wonder him, Boy Wonder mm, let me Boy Wonder yeah. brought him Boy Wonder brought him in um to help with some songs he had been helping other guys like he's on Hit Boys um mixtape he's been he's been around for a little bit yeah. helping write which is a lot of people um and so well, how, I, get, I don't know how but like some reference tracks got leaked um and uh, Meek got a hold of him somehow. Um, and Meek saw this as an opportunity because at the time, Drake was Drake. He was on that level. Yeah. Um, because uh, if you're reading this, it just dropped and it was he was just on that level. And so he got these reference tracks. And one of them happened to be the verse from um, Rico. Yeah. And so, obviously, Meek saw this as an opportunity to, like, snatch Drake off that crime, kind of surpass him, Cole, and Kendrick, and be that guy, because um, his album was doing numbers, um, so he just thought that's what he should do, and he did that, and Drake came out and was just like, okay, now I have to respond, because you just came out my whole livelihood here. Like, Drake writes, he's written, he's written for, you know, Beyonce, mm -hmm. Jay Z, Dr. Drake, like he's one of the best writers yeah, in the music, yeah, in the music industry. So for Drake to for somebody to say pretty much that Drake doesn't write his own stuff, he kind of took a real offense to that because like this is what feeds his family, and he tried. Cause I'll be honest, here, if we'd have found out Drake was getting ghostwriter, his whole career would have been dead. Yeah, it'd have been done for, and that's what's feeding his family. So Drake, he put out the um. He put out Charged Up yeah, um, just to see. And he was like, so Meek really didn't have a plan here. He just kind of thought, like, Twitter would do this for him. And so then he put out back-to-back -back just to dead him. And he said one of the things he wanted to make sure he didn't do was he didn't want to disrespect Nicki Minaj in any way, shape, or form. Which, you know, I kind of got to applaud that because he, you know, he kept it about him and Meek. Um and he pretty much said, like, because Simtech, he said the reason why he was so hurt, because it's like he had done so much for Meek. Like, he put Meek on, he was the first person to put Meek on tour. He flew out to Philly to do the Amen video. They'd done so much to support him, and Meek just kind of flipped up on him. Because he didn't, like, 
tweet about the album or something. That's what he was saying, which is fair. I it was just, yeah, it was just like he flipped on him real quick. And so I got I kind of respect him there. And then, like, some tech guys, like, he compared it to Jay-Z Nas, how they're, like, friends and stuff now. Yeah. And Jay and Drake was like, that was a lot more personal, which it was. That was over a girl. That's how that all started. That had nothing to do with rap. Yeah. They just happened to both be rappers, so that's how they handled it. Yeah. Um, and Drake was pretty much like, that's not somebody I can, like, associate myself with. He has respect for everybody else in MMG. He just can't respect somebody like that. Can't go back to Yeah. But me lost a lot of respect in MMG as well. You got you to gotta realize that. Yeah, but it's even just Wale that, was like, this man's tripping. Because, no, I think, no, it wasn't even that. Wale, because Wale didn't come at him. He was just literally like, yo, he told facts. Like, there was no way he was going to win. Like, Drake had Apple Music behind him, yeah. which means he has a larger... Demographic than Meek Mill had at the time, so there was even if Meek would have put out the hardest dish verse ever, yeah. like the world is gonna give Drake the win because he's the bigger artist, which he wasn't yeah. wrong about. So what Meek do? He goes on Instagram and starts cursing him out again. Yeah. So you know he does that, and it just seems like for a dude who raps about being so hard, he's in his feelings so often. That that's factual. That's, so true. that's factual. Like, really yeah. like him and so <laughs> that was real. That's what that I'm was saying. real. So not so him and me and Nikki break up, and all of a sudden Remy's rapping about how Meek went to her and was telling her all this stuff. They was telling that yeah. they would pillow talk. Yeah. So it's like I don't know if that's true or not, and how much of that's exaggerated because it is a beef. It is a distraction. Yeah, yeah, it, so it could be. Well, whether it is or not, like the fact that she could say like, "Yo, Meek was telling me all this." Like Meek, your track record the last two years is not fitting what you rapping. Like, you can't be rapping how you hate snitches, and yet Remy, Drake, and Game have all talked about how you a snitch. I wouldn't mess with the Game. Right. Yeah, I'm not. Like, Game, game really got that. Hey, life. he really yeah. embarrassed. He's really a different level. Of, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, if you got all, I'm just saying, if you got three different people from three, two of them are actually about that life, and then you got a singing rapper who was on the grassy calling you fake, it's only so many more times that, like, you know. After a while, you got to start thinking, yo, is he really like this? So, I was going to say, he just took a bunch of L's then. I don't know if he took... I just think, like, after a while, you start getting exposed. And I think, Did he come back? I, well, yeah, because I think DC4 was hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, he still got love. Like, Kevin Hart still got mad love for him. Still, yeah, but see, he, he just posted Instagram pic not too long ago. That's what I'm saying. So, that's Philly. They're going to show love. Yeah. I don't know... Um, and the industry Wait, fake like that little, anyway. What was he versus Philly Cat? What do you think about him? He'll be gone. In, I, I'll give him another year. Because that whole fad is just like... It's so odd. Yeah, it's only say, a, bro, he's a walking cartoon character. It's just like, the fact that like anytime there's like a trend, there's only a couple people who get to walk out from that. Mm-hmm. Like like we were talking about Nelly. Mm-hmm. Like That was a trend, and now he's not really... But Luda kind of walked out from it okay. Yeah. Um, Luda's doing very well. That's what I'm saying. Because he a restaurant, dog. And that's because he found other venues. I'm not saying Nelly's out here broke, because he's definitely found other venues. Mm. Just as rappers, those two aren't what they used to be. Mm. Yeah, they not. You know what I'm saying? They not going platinum. Yeah, no more. Nah, and they know that. They know. That. <laughs> I think I, I respect that. They know that. Like right now, it's like Drake, Kendrick, and Cole, and Wale, and Big. It's State Time. It's they. They out here. I think out of this new generation. Chance will be here. Oh, Future, I'll throw him in that other group, too. Um, Chance Sean. will be here. Big Sean. Yeah, Big Sean's in that group, too. Um, Big Sean. I said Big Sean. Meek will be, because he's still, he's still, I mean, it's still hip-hop, and you always going to need that type of music. Yeah. What about Kodak? Um, I don't know. I think Kodak missed his moment. Yeah. Think so? I, 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 think it, I think it was mainly that, that free Kodak thing. I think that's as good as it gets for him. 
That's fair. You know, that's he, fair. there's going to be a couple more tracks. That's, that's probably going to be, you know, some, a fire. Some viral, viral there's going to be a couple more like, tunnel visions or whatever. Yeah. But uh, And he's not playing the game right. Like, he's not at the point where he can go up to an interview and just BS it. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to play the game for a little bit. I think anyone, anyone out of that class right now, the one, the one that's playing the best is 21. I think he's I think oh. he's the one that's playing the game right right now. Yeah. Because he has no problem doing interviews. Which is crazy, because he's the one where you think he'd be the... Yeah, no. He has no problem doing yeah. interviews. He making money. He's just doing a bunch of concerts. He's like... He, he knows he knows it's his it's his time right now. Yeah. So, so he's just putting out tracks, doing concerts. You know, I, I think he he's he's got like he's torn for the most part of the, this year. So I mean he he's I think he's he's played the game right. I go with him. He was just on ESPN the other day. Was, was he? He was okay, what's the show where dude it's him, his dad, and um Um I forget. It's him his dad is like Spanish. Oh, I understand. I know. Highly questionable. Yeah, I like Yeah, he's yeah. on he was on there. But they got a lot of rappers that come on there. But um, he'll be around. Chance will obviously be around. Um, Chance just won a freaking Grammy, um, and didn't sell a single song. That's amazing. Um, what about Ray Shrim? Do you think they they go? They're gonna. Yeah. Last? I think that, I think I think Shrim Life Two. Yeah. A lot to me. They're crisscross. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. And I, Sway is uh, Sway is actually good. Like he wrote Formation. I didn't yeah. know that. So yeah, no yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Beyonce's for me? He wrote that song. Mike will produce formation. Called up Sway. Try to get some writing credits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's talented. Um, so yeah, definitely. They'll be here. Um, I don't know anybody else. Amigos. They're good for the culture, man. I'm starting to think so. <laughs> I yeah. wasn't sure. So I wasn't sure Congrats because next, they just—they just, no. I just seemed I'm like they to... was gonna always be like the delicious. I've, I don't, I yeah, found them. They're actually really good. I, what, what do you what do you buy these at? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Brandon, we're driving honestly thought they'd be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're actually really Brandon. good. They're really good. Fire I'm not the, gonna lie the, to you. The Corolla. I'm not gonna lie to you. We're, really good. we're going to the hood. But no, I thought they'd be like Gucci. Were like you know. The culture would always know about them, but like they wouldn't take that next step. Nah, the the frat boys know about them too. They they do. Uh, I think Yo, did do. y'all know they weren't saying range drop? They were they were saying range drop, not raindrop. Like range. That's a car. Like it's a yeah. drop top Range Rover. Oh. I don't know how true that is. I just saw like Tiana Taylor has a range drop. Hmm. Did she mention something about it? She put a picture up. But did she like she like quoting the Migos? Nah, she just said range drop, drop top, mm. and it kind of made sense. Exactly. <laughs> That's fair. Um, J Cole's newest sign is pretty dope. His name is Jid. Yeah. First of all, anything that come out of Dreamville is dope to me. He sounds kind of like baby Kendrick. I'm not even yeah. Lie, though, I mean, I said the same thing about uh, Isaiah Rosado. Nah, nah, nah. I'm saying like legit nasally. Inflection and all. Um, that's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm about to say. Yeah. J. Cole swooped him up early. That's because he missed out on Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know he was signed to uh, Top already. Yeah. Speaking of Kendrick, that man man, a little quiet. Top, what's going on? He, he, he always quiet. He always quiet. Come on, Top. We need some music. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Need him, schoolboy. Schoolboy always take forever, though. Um, he says he's putting out album this year. Yeah, that's what I heard. I feel like everybody from there is putting um, scissor stuff coming. Got to. 
This is their newest cat, sir. It's like R&B. So like real slow. slow they still need a female rapper. That's they how you submit your record here. label, man. When you get that female rapper, you submitted your record label. I don't know why, but it does. SZA doesn't rap like Cheap. But yeah, me, I'm, I'm kind of off that right now. It's not his time no more. He spent most, of, I, th- I think he handled like Dream Chasers came out. Um, That's not the name of that. If, no, the album. I don't forgot the name of it. DC4? No, like the album before that came out. Dreams Worth More Dreams Yeah. That, went, that sold like 500,000 the first week. And he should have like spent more time on that than he did worrying about Drake. Yeah, I'll say I, I, the thing is crazy about. I was actually went back to it. I like that jump out the face track of Future, but I feel like I can't listen to it as much as I used to because I still feel a certain way about me. Hey, listen, real real rap rappers, the way you treat people actually affects your music. Like you could do one bad thing, and I I will delete your music off my iTunes. Especially now, where social media, where it's like we gonna know about it. Exactly, like like. We talking about party next door. Party, like, 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 you know, there. Other I, than like, there's come and see me. We've been bumped, but like, uh, what's that old track with Drake? Recognize, recognize, like, like it's, it's just like the, it was a go to. But on that, I like literally. That's because y'all got a personal vendetta against him, man. That's a whole different situation. It's not vendetta. It's not vendetta. All right, it's a personal disinterest because of like some things that have happened actually in y'all's personal lives. But that's what I'm saying. Social media has that ability now too. I know because you you can get up close and personal. So like he overrated anyway. I felt I felt that when we brought him too. But that 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 was just like that was that. I thought he was dope because like now Drake can like do that. (laughs) He can be. I think Drake is a better version of him. Which is weird, because Drake was here before him, but like I think Drake has his sound more down pat than he does, and I think Work should have been his song. Yeah, he messed up by giving that song to Rihanna, because mm-hmm. that song got nominated for a Grammy, good multiple Grammys. He did win a Grammy, didn't he? Who? Pete? Um, Drake. You won a Grammy? Yeah, but it was. Oh, that's what I want to talk about. The fact that like he's like. You know how like people have a problem with the fact that Drake gets like nominated for rap Grammys when he's not rapping? Mm-hmm. He got a problem with that too. Being a rapper? Cause he's like he No, not even that. It's just like he'll make a pop song, purposely make a pop song, mm-hmm. and doesn't understand why it doesn't get nominated for pop Grammys, but it gets nominated for like being rap Grammy. He's a rapper. But if it's not a rap song then it should go in that category. It should go that's what that's what I mean by boxes. <laughs> like if he's not making that type of song, why would you put it in that type of box? If he's not rap, like controller, point. he does not rap once on controller. So why would you ever nominate that for anything? But in Hotline Bling, he did not rap once. There's a lot of mel- melodies in that man, and a lot of dancing. Rhyming, I feel like rhyming counts. Rhyming, rhyming, rhyming counts as rapping. No, it doesn't. Is that <laughs> okay? Then that's fine. Then Michael Jackson was rapping. Cause all music is rhyming. Let's be honest here. Jingle so he just wasn't in that uh that category then, huh? Nah, man. More life coming out March fourth. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. That will be Friday, Blue, right? Yeah, yeah man. Next Friday. That's a thing. More life. This better be hot, man. This stupid playlist. <laughs> well, right now is these three joints that sneak in, fake love. And then two birds on stones. Which I, th- which I, 
On some on some real life Drake stuff, I bet you sneaking gets thrown off. Sneaking is gonna get thrown off. Oh yeah, do that. that's what he does. He relevant. always does that. And it's irrelevant now. No, what? you can't release it as a single and then cut it from the. First he of all, does that all the Drake. time. Like he always he, does. He always that. does that. That's what I'm saying. Like Hotline Bling was, is a bonus song. That was real. I don't know why he did that. That. Because it didn't fit with the album. It really did. I bet you. Like I, I bet you the album. I bet you the album's the two birds one stone sound. Mm. Which is really gonna piss me off. Yeah, yeah. but I bet you that that's the sound for the album. Because because usually the the one we mess we like the the least of uh, the singles he dropped. That's the sound. Yeah, that sound like because because Highline Bling didn't make it. It did. It didn't make it on the last nah, album. Ah, but but. But it kind of was the sound for the rest of the, yeah, the, like the Caribbean, that Caribbean vibe. Which is weird, because you're from Toronto, fam. Stop being a culture vulture. I'm joking. That's what, do you know, do you see how he said he got this song? He didn't end up on this remix. This kid's from London. He literally was just scrolling through YouTube on a random playlist, found the song, and contacted the kid like two weeks later. He's like, let me hop on it. That's wild. <laughs> I got respect, though. He got a lot of respect for London rap, though. So I can respect him. That's because he's trying to. That's a marketing move, man. Listen, man, I can. Re- I've earned a lot of respect for Drake because he's made a lot of calculated moves lately. All right, taking that pick with Nicki right after they broke up, that was amazing. That's petty. It's like kicking this man while he's down. Leave Meek alone. Look, Meek is <laughs> asking for it though. All right, but real talk. How my how how long until Nicki need to respond? Until uh, she meeks it up. I was pretty sure she had it, so I'll give her next week. If I don't hear next week, next week, is she gonna meek it up? I give her till Wednesday at midnight. A <laughs> <laughs> school deadline. I'm, gonna, I'm giving her a school deadline. A school deadline. Submit it to the blogs. <laughs> Wednesday, it better be on Blackboard. 11.59 sharp. Wednesday midnight. It needs to be on SoundCloud at least. Wow. Damn. So she gonna, she gonna make it up or she gonna come out with the win? Nah, nah. I'm sorry. I think Remy gonna come out with the win. But no, but no one Nikki, like she would be the type to not even respond to it. And she'd be like, I ain't got time that's for that. The, that's the thing. I feel like you N- Nikki not. is that type. Like she, like she might not even respond to it. Like it's below me. Type you did yeah, some Mar- Mariah Carey type stuff. Like I, I don't want to talk about. It. That's below me. I didn't. Even, we didn't even hear it. Should she have come out Trey songs? Nikki coming out Trey songs. Yeah. Even though Trey songs said that he denied <laughs> that, even though he confirmed that they had never had sexual relations. Like, listen, I'm Trey songs. I smash whatever I feel like. <laughs> and it wasn't you. Trust me, I would let the people know. Yeah. What else are we going to talk about? We got what? Um, you're at 50. Almost an hour. This was fun. Yeah. What a rabbit. Yeah, man. Everybody go see Get Out. Chance Chance apparently bought out like a whole theater in Chicago. And he said, just show your ID. You can go. So if y'all want to take a flight to Chicago, just for a free movie. I, you know what? I don't really got to go to class tomorrow. I got A's like on all my projects. I, I don't really need class tomorrow. I just feel like that's a lot more expensive than just going down the street, though. It is, but it's fine. But we get to see what chance, though. That's pretty cool. That's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Chance is just sitting there doing what we're doing. But nah, this is fun. Chilling in a bedroom. Having dorm talk. See y'all next week. We out of here. Two K time.